Hey, this afternoon, let's talk some football, specifically Pittsburgh Steelers football, and none better to do that than Brian Anthony Davis, and he is with Behind the Steel Curtain and also a fine football analyst for CBS Sports Talk Radio, Gordy Sports and more. Here he is. Let's give it up. <laughs> Brian Anthony Davis. Glad to be here, Coach Gordy. It is fantastic because we are back behind the Steel Curtain, and the Steelers played last night. And you are ever so correct. That's really why we're here. You did beat the Dallas Cowboys 16-3, and as we know, these preseason games mean relatively, if little, nothing as far as score perspective, but how important they are for the coaching staff evaluating young men hoping to make that Steeler roster, and they are watching every move of that player. Go ahead for your overall analysis. That's absolutely right, and it didn't matter whether it was the Dallas Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, whoever it was, because they're playing against themselves when you're playing preseason football. What you really need to look at here is the fact that the real Steelers, the guys that are going to be out there on week one, were not playing. There was not a Ben Roethlisberger. There was not a Juju Smith-Schuster or a T.J. Watt or a Minka Fitzpatrick or a Cam Hayward, and the list goes on and on. But it doesn't matter because there are guys that are fighting for jobs. There are guys that are fighting for not just uh, you know backup spots, but they're fighting for starting spots. And there were some guys that played last night They'll be starting come September that you've got to be really excited about. And number one on that list is number 56, the second-year man from NC Charlotte. His name is Alex Highsmith. He was all over the quarterback last night. He's the guy replacing Bud Dupree. That was at the beginning of the game when there's more starting capability than later on in the game, Gordy. Let's continue on now again. It was 3 nothing for quite a long time, but again, the score doesn't matter. They don't really don't care what the score is. It's kind of like minor league baseball that you like to win games, but more importantly, you are there to develop players, and I try to use that word picture for all of our teammates and listeners. That is what this preseason is, which is also why it has been shortened with the additional game that's going to be played this season regarding number 17. So again, when you get into even further, when the Steelers did score some more points there in the second half, now we have really some of those very lesser-known players. Yeah, and it's really great to see. Another guy that was not a lesser-known, but Chase Claypool looked really good in action last night. Uh, he went out because he got the wind knocked out of him, but he is okay. He was uh, celebrating on the sidelines when guys like Kalen Balage and other receivers, younger receivers that uh, Tyler Simmons, uh, who you might not be as familiar with, you know, when those guys were scoring and getting opportunities. So... There was a very team atmosphere last night, and that was great to see. But seeing a guy like Kalen Balage at running back, backing up Monty Harris and Monty Harris play a considerable amount in the first quarter and looked pretty good. He averaged only about three yards per carry, but the line looked so much more organized, and those weren't starters. But you had rookie Kendrick Green getting some holes for him. He did have a four-yard loss, but that was more on the offensive line. It's a work in progress, but it looks so much better. Really glad to see what you can, what you had out there. Kalen Balage looks like he's a front runner for the number one backup position because Benny Snell Jr. is out, and Balage looks wow, gosh, he looks punishing. He's a four-year player out of the Chargers organization, and he played very well as well. So I'm really glad to see. On the defensive side of the ball, Gordy, i got to tell you, there's some names like Jameer Jones that you got to get excited about. He's an undrafted free agent. That's a good media name, Jameer Jones. Jameer Jones. Yes. I can see Brian Anthony Davis saying that. And I, I'll also be saying Quincy Roche. 
And Excellent. Ro- Roche's another outside linebacker. So the depth of outside linebacker seems so much better when you have Highsmith and Watt and Melvin Ingram. And now these two youngsters, Roche, along with Curtis Marsh, along with Jameer Jones, one of these guys is not going to get a job, and it's going to be a shame. So I'm really excited about how they looked on defense. The defensive back, you had a guy named Mark Gilbert. He's from the Pittsburgh area. He's related to uh, Sean Gilbert and another guy, Darrell Revis, that you've heard of. He played at Duke, did not play a lot because he's had injury problems. But if he's healthy, number 17 looked really good on defensive corner. They've got a lot of young players. I'm really excited. And this game just showed them off, showcased what they can do. I really think that next week against your Philly boys, you're going to see so much more of what this Pittsburgh Steelers team can do. What we're going to do is we're going to have you on next week for before and after. We'll preview that preseason game more in detail because, again, there's things that are going to happen in both training camps between now and then, players that may not be there. Is that okay with you? That's absolutely okay. So this is good news. Everybody for the Steelers organization will be there next week. Because of the Hall of Fame game, they have the – the, uh, they do not have to cut five players like the other teams will after the first game. So that's that's really good news there. So we'll see extended look at some of these guys, and you'll get a chance to kind of figure out what the black and gold men of steel are going to look like this year. Ryan Anthony Davis have a stellar weekend, and Bo, you, so you know, it is National Water Balloon Day. It is. You've well, played with some of those, haven't you? Yes, but do not tell my kids because... They like to make a mess, and they're not afraid to do it inside the house. So, your trivia question is, and you're so good, particularly when we come to the 1980s with music. That being said, the water balloon actually originated with a sock, specifically a waterproof sock, when it was invented in the 1900s. Can you tell us what decade that first waterproof sock was invented in the 1900s, and that is where your water balloon plane started. Okay, well, I'm going to probably say it had to be during wartime. So I have to guess between the 1910s and 20s for World War One, or maybe uh, World War Two. So for some reason, I'm going towards World War Two. So let's say the 40s. Excellent guess. Excellent. And what an analysis. The man's stellar. <laughs> Actually, the specific here is 1950. Okay. It's almost like, yeah, you almost want to give it to Brian. The 1940s would have been up to 1949. How close? Okay, you know, I'm sure that uh, all that running around over overseas, they a lot of people realize that they need waterproof socks. So it's probably in development. Probably doesn't develop as quick. So the idea was probably born in the 40s, Gordy. We'll, we'll go We're with We're going to give you credit for that. I tell you, when these contestants, they explain their reason for getting the correct answer. Well done. And you are a winner here. And as a throw-in, Wednesday we had a day you probably really like. It was National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Oh, yes, I do. Those were invented in the 1930s. This one I'll just go ahead and tell you. In Massachusetts by a woman who actually made a mistake. She actually ran out of your baker's chocolate. And as you can imagine, a chef, a cook, a baker... There in the kitchen. This relates to the Toll House, the Toll House restaurant. And what do I do? Well, I'll put in semi-sweet. Semi-sweet does not melt, and your chocolate chip cookie was born. Oh, I absolutely May we suggest it again sometime in the days ahead, and maybe perhaps that would be a little snack suggestion. 
You know what I've tried recently was an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie that I just decided to ask my wife what she could make, and we made them together, and they were fantastic. That's a good combo, and the oatmeal is good for you. Yeah, it was really good. Hey, we do try to take the health benefits while you're munching on the rest, Brian. Absolutely. Please take care. All right, buddy. Take care.